This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. As always, I want to thank Rabbi Shabtai for giving me the opportunity to learn with you. I want to wish everybody a gemach asimatova and a good geben shtiar. I hope you had a meaningful Rosh Hashanah. And we are now progressing through the Aserasim Etshuva. And um, saw a beautiful insight from the Stonem Rebbe, as we always do, on this week's Parsha. And then actually, literally, I don't know, five minutes ago, I came across an amazing quote from Victor Miller's Atzal that ties in beautifully to this discussion that hopefully will bring this point home at the end. We know that uh, this week's Parsha is Parsha's Hazinu. Parsha's Hazinu, certainly the bulk of the Parsha is Shiraz Hazinu. It's, uh, so to speak, the last will and testament on the last day of Moshe's life. He leaves the most important messages he wants to embed within the minds and hearts and souls of the Jewish people. And he begins with the very famous words of Hazinu HaShemayim V'adabeira V'sishma Haaretz Imrefi. Literally translated to mean, incline your ears, O heavens, and I will speak. Let the earth hear me when I, when I speak. Um, and the Orachayim HaKadosh quotes the Slonim Rebbe asks a very, very interesting and very obvious question. Take a look on the first page of our handout. The Slonim Rebbe quotes the Orachayim. HaOrachayim HaKadosh Makshal Omru Refi. Right, it says, incline your ear um, so that the earth, so that the heavens can hear you, and I will speak V'sishma HaAretz Refi, and the, the earth will hear when, uh, when I speak, when words come out of my mouth. Why didn't the Torah say Ha'azinu, which is the language of a commandment? Listen here. Why did it be consistent when it talked about Vishishma? It should have said Vishimi. Vishishma is causative. It seems to be a product of. It is the result of. In other words, I will speak, and the result will be that when I speak, the earth will hear me. Why wasn't the language of the Torah consistent? Ha'azinu, let the ear hear when I speak to the Shamayim. And as a result, being consistent with that language, it sort of should have said, v'shim'i, let the earth hear me. It should be a, a tzivoy, a commandment. Why does it say, ha'azinu ha'shamayim, I'm instructing on the first half when it comes to the, the heavens hearing me, but when it comes to the land, when it says to the earth, here's the utter of my word, there it seems to be a result. So the, the Slan Rebbe quotes, not his question, but quotes the question of the of the Orachayim HaKadosh, that the language of the Pasuk seems to be inconsistent. Initially the Torah says, Hazinu, uh, which is Lashon Tzivoy, instructive, and yet the second half says, V'sishma, seems to be causative, as he says, seems to be Memela, as a result of, the land will hear my word. Why doesn't it also say, Vishimi, and you will hear? Why not be consistent in both places? And the Slonim Rebbe quotes from the Magid of Kuznets and says something unbelievable. Something that unfortunately I think we are guilty of, certainly those of us who are in careers of Harbatzas Torah, of trying to inspire the masses when given the opportunity. But even on a personal level and on an individual level, we oftentimes... We get lost in the forest. We get lost and we only see the trees instead of seeing the forest. And he says as follows. Says the 
says the Nesiva Shalom Islam Rebbe quoting the Magid of Kuznets. That this Pasuk is referring, is instructing, is communicating an educational approach, a pedagogic approach in terms of how to inspire those who are listening to you. And he says as follows, it's unbelievable insight. Says the Slonim Rebbe, he says as follows, Sheyesh Matzavim Shebedei Doram, Enam Shomim Es Divrehaam Moser, Vein Devarim Nechnasen Lilibam. You can talk to your blue in the face and those who are listening are now not allowing it to enter into their hearts. Kevad, why? Kevan shemechubarim el haklipos umitochkach netmu libosayim veinochicholim lishmoa. They are so consumed by the materialism. They're consumed and distracted by the world around them. They have what the famous Hasidic masters love to use and employ. They have klipos, right? They have these layers, these barriers. Then prevent them from being receptive, from being what we would call a klikibble, from being receptive and accepting of the different musr, of these uh, lessons that the tzaddikah adoros, the righteous individuals, the rabbanin, the, 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 those who give musr, they're unwilling to receive because there's so much that's blocking them from seeing that which is important. And so therefore, says the Magad of Kushnitz that the Nesiva Shalom quotes, the Torah here is giving us an Eitzah. Ha-Eitzah what's the advice to all of those who are trying to inspire those who have all these barriers blocking them? Ha-Azinu ha-Shamayim v'Adabeira. Ha-Azinu ha-Shamayim v'Adabeira. When we talk about the heavens, that is referring to the neshama. That's the, the, the element of our lives, which is kulo spiritual. The neshama doesn't have the klipos. The neshama doesn't have those barriers blocking. It's the physical elements of our life that block us. But the neshama, the neshama is connected to shamayim. You know what the Torah here is telling us? It's very deep, but listen to what the Nesiva Shalom quoted the Maggot of Kuznet says. When the Torah says, The Torah is really telling us to facilitate, to be able to create an environment in which we are able to speak to the Neshamas of a person. If we're somehow able to get to the Neshama, we don't need to command the rest of our personality to become receptive. If we're only able to inspire the neshama, then then what will follow mimela, what will come as a result, you don't have to command the haaretz to come, vishimi haaretz. No, vishishma, it will happen on its own. In other words, we have to somehow get to the crux of the issue. Sometimes when we give a musr shmuz, when we talk about different areas of a person's life that we need to be inspired by, we often talk about the technical. We often talk about the surrounding issues instead of getting to the neshama of the issue, so to speak, the heart of the issue. Ha'azinu ha'shamayim. We have to get to the neshama of the issue. A person's physical comportment, a person's physical body is so distracted with the basics, with the menial activities of our lives. 
and therefore we can't get sensitive. Our antennas are not raised. But our neshama is a is a part of that which comes from Hashem, that which comes from Shemayim. When we're somehow able to hit, when we're somehow able to raise the awareness, the antenna of each individual person's neshama. Then the, then the whole body will follow. The Torah isn't telling us, which is the gashmi, the materialism, the guf of our bodies, because that will come as a result. We have to hit the neshama. Uludor says, says the says the Nesiva Shalom, there's something else that can answer, and I'm going to share with you this Rav Avigda Miller insight. Listen to this. Uludor Dvar Magdoshim Yeshlomer Mamar Abal Shem Tov HaKadosh the Degel Machen Ephraim was the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov who is credited with so much of the writings of the Baal Shem Tov himself. And he says the following, based on this Yisod of understanding that we need to speak to the Neshama, that the Neshama has an ability to be receptive to things, that if we can tap into it, everything else will follow and you don't need to command the material elements of our existence because all we need to do is tap into the neshama with this nekudo, with this fundamental point, we can now understand a mission in Pirkei Avos. Listen to this mission in Pirkei Avos. The mission in Pirkei Avos says as follows. There's a baskol each and every day that emanates from Chorim from Harsinai. Umachrezes and it declares and announces. Vomeres and it says, Oilohem labrios me elbona shel Torah. Woe are those people, those creations that degrade, that insult the Torah. Now you ever think about it? It's a funny statement by the Mishnah. The whole purpose you would think is to awaken those people. But we're saying, Oilohem, woe is to them who degrade, who don't pay attention, who insult the Torah. Asks the Nesiva Shalom, quoting the Degamach and Ephraim, These people who are not sensitive to Torah, these people who degrade Torah, they are certainly not hearing the baskol coming from Har Sinai. What in the world is the purpose of this baskol? If the baskol is there to inspire those who are so far away from Torah, who are degrading, who are denigrating Torah, but they're not sensitive to it. So what are we accomplishing? What is the point of this basco? You ever think of that question? It's a great question. Listen to the answer. You want to know what the purpose of this basco? It's true. There are a lot of people who are very far from Torah. But we all know that every Jew has the Pintaliid. Every Jew has it deep, laying deep beneath the surface that if that baskol comes out, every so often it's going to hit that Jew. Every so often there's going to be a new Jew's inspired who, yeah, until today, until that baskol came out from Chorev today, never thought of getting close to the Rebona Shalom, never, never thought about taking on new mitzvot or mitzvot at all for that matter. The purpose of the baskol is not to speak to the guf to the materialism, to the, that which is preventing you from going close to Hashem, but rather to tap into that neshama. Neshama 
The neshama hears the baskal hamidaberes on neshamas klal yisrael. Ki min neshamas yisrael ain leklipa shum achiza. The kevan shan neshama shamas as bemeila v'seshma haaretzim rei free. I've always thought of the one of my favorite divrei Torah. One of my favorite divrei Torah is in the name of the Kotzka Rebbe. And this Dvar Torah has stuck with me through my entire Chinuch career. The Torah, in the first paragraph of the Shema, tells us, Asks the Kotzka Rebbe. It should have said the grammar is incorrect. It should have said, We want to place the Torah in the heart. We don't want to place Torah on the heart. Says the Kotzka Rebbe, Zuchusa Yogin Aleinu. Something unbelievable. Says the Kotzka Rebbe, the job of a machanech, the job of an educator, the job of a parent is not to shove the Torah into the heart, but it's to place as much Torah on the heart. Because you know what? At some point along this child's life, even if they live a life initially uninspired, something is going to inspire them. The neshama, that pintalili that exists beneath the surface, is going to be inspired. And all of the Torah that you placed on that child's heart is going to sink right in. Don't shove it in when they're not going to be receptive. They have so many distractions. Continue to place that heart, that Torah on their heart day in and day out. And there's going to come a point in time in which they have that epiphany. There's going to come a point in time where their neshama is going to be receptive. And all the Torah that you've placed on the heart is going to seep right in. That's the Magad of Kuznets. That's what the Torah means when it says, Yes, we've got to talk to the Nisham. That Elokus, that godliness that resides within each one of us, that descends from the Ribbonishtam, from Shamayim, that we need to speak to. And Vishishma Haaretzim Refi, I don't need to command the guf, the material elements of our lives to be receptive. That's going to happen, Mamela. That's going to happen automatically once we've been able to connect to, once we've been able to tap into that neshama. That is, Don't shove it in, but somehow place the Torah on the heart. And when we're capable and successful of inspiring that neshama, all the Torah, all the values, all the messages that we've communicated to our children through the Messorah that we've received from our parents is going to seep right in. Unfortunately, Says the Magad of Kushnitz, quoted by the Nesiva Shalom. So many of us, when we talk to our children, when we give shiurim, we don't talk enough about Hashem. We don't talk enough about the Neshama, and we talk about everything else. Now, it's true. We have to do mitzvos. Mitzvos are the conduit. Mitzvos are the means to be able to connect to Hashem. But we can't lose sight of why we do the mitzvos. That the ultimate goal and the ultimate objective is to connect and to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu more alive within our lives. And that's why we have to somehow tap into that neshama. We have to inspire the neshama and everything else is going to follow. I'll share with you in closing, which I think is beautiful and connects very much to what we're talking about, uh, a, a comment made by Victor Miller. And he writes as follows. Now that's so important that it cannot be overemphasized. People fall into the habit of forgetting the yesodos. They're thinking about this halacha and that sugya. They're thinking only about the details. 
And after a while, they forget that Hashem is Melech. Of course it's good to be from. It's excellent. Wear your tzitzis out. Beautiful. Wear black hats. Excellent. Wear your peos. Be Mekayim Mitzvos. Very good. But you have to know that the number one requirement of a Jew is to think about Hashem. We've got to do the mitzvot. We've got to be worried about the sugya. We've got to make sure that we're getting the most beautiful escrog 100%. But we've got to realize that we need to speak to the neshama. Every Jew, from not from alike, has the light inside of them. we just got to be willing and able and successful in tapping into it. We've got to be successful in tapping into it for them. And we've got to be successful in tapping into it for us. If we do that, then not only will we elevate ourselves, but we're going to elevate everybody around us. We don't have to worry about all the minutia and all the technical necessarily. That will follow as long as we're able in, to be able to tap into that neshama. We have a week before Yom Kippur. This is the opportunity. The environment is primed for it, for us to be able to peel away all of those barriers, all of those distractions, all of those obstacles that are preventing us from tapping in to that pristine, kadosh, sanctified, tar, pure neshama. Let us try and focus on that. Let's be inspired, not just get inspired. Let's find new avenues to be able to connect to that elokust, to that beautiful neshama that lays beneath the surface within everyone, within every one of us. And Amir Tashem, we won't only have a Gemar Chasimatova. We'll have a good Gebench Dior with health, with Mazel, with Bracha, with Nachas, with Simcha Sachayim, and only good things for the coming year. Thank you so much for listening.